Hey everyone, this is the Maternal Monday Podcast. Make sure to check us out 7 p.m. Eastern every Monday. This week's topic is educating people on maternal mortality. We'll take it to Stephanie with the overview of this week's podcast. Maternal mortality continues to be a prominent issue in countries all around the world. There are many instances in which maternal mortality could have been prevented. This includes greater education on prenatal care and postnatal care, or access to better supply of educated maternity providers. Despite first world countries like the U.S. having greater access to education and health care, the maternal mortality rate is comparable to that of third world countries, such as Haiti. This is due to equivalent access to midwives as well as poor postnatal care. In Haiti, the maternal mortality rate is 521 deaths for every 100,000 live births, and in the U.S. is 23.8 deaths for every 100,000 live births. While these numbers seem far apart, the majority of these deaths in both statistics could have been prevented. There are many nonprofit organizations providing education to women about prenatal and postnatal care, skilled midwives, and hospitalization access to those with bacterial infections, diseases, or other complications that may occur after giving birth. Maternal mortality is defined by the World Health Organization as the death of a pregnant woman, which could be a result of complications related to pregnancy, underlying conditions, worsened by the pregnancy, or even the lack of management of these conditions. We typically think of this as an issue of the past, or one only prominent in less developed countries. However, maternal mortality remains exceptionally high, despite modern advancements in technology. From third world countries such as Haiti to even some of the most developed countries in the world, such as the United States, maternal mortality rates are rising. However, the WHO states that most of these complications develop during pregnancy and most are preventable or treatable. So if these deaths are preventable, then why are so many women dying all around the world? One of the several organizations that exist to improve access to prenatal care and to increase awareness of the severity of the problem is Every Mother Counts. Their goal is to make pregnancy and childbirth safe for every woman everywhere. They see the severe lack of access to care and focus most on increasing awareness and mobilizing communities to work towards change by, by providing grants and strengthening the healthcare workforce. There are many instances in both Haiti and the United States where maternal death could have been prevented. Despite the recent decrease in maternal mortality rate in Haiti, it still has the highest rate of any country in the Western Hemisphere. The maternal mortality ratio in Haiti is approximately 521 deaths for every 100,000 live births. One organization, Every Mother Counts, has a partnership with Midwives for Haiti. This program provides 18 months of training for nurses. This program provides provides comprehensive maternity care services in hard to reach areas, such as St. Therese Hospital. They also provide an abundance of education to mothers about how to properly take care of themselves and their children post-birth. On the other hand, despite being a developed country and having access to many resources, the U.S. is the only high-resource nation with a consistently rising maternal mortality rate. It has also been seen more recently in the U.S. that women are twice as likely to die from health-related complications after pregnancy and birth than her mother was a generation ago. The organization Every Mother Counts also has a partnership with Common Sense Childbirth in the U.S. This organization helps raise awareness and address systemic barriers that influence poor maternal health outcomes among women of color. A few of the benefits of this program is that it helps families navigate the structural barriers of Medicaid, connect with social services, and provide psychological support.
An example of a maternal mortality story we ran across was the story of Kira Dixon Johnson. She was a very vibrant person who liked to take risks and do exciting things all over the globe. She was six six months pregnant with her second child when she and her husband decided to move to California. They chose a prominent hospital known for their maternal care. However, when Kira's C-section began, she started to hemorrhage. Obstetric bleeding is one of the leading causes of maternal death in the United States, and over 70% of these deaths are preventable. Kira's husband lost a wonderful wife and mother to something that was completely preventable. This shows how big of a problem maternal mortality really is, especially in places like the U.S. where it should be lower. Another example of maternal mortality, this time from a third world country, is the story of Rose Annette. She was the cousin of a doctor in Haiti. However, she had to give birth at home while her cousin gave instructions over the phone. Rose believed that she was already in menopause, the period at a time in a woman's life where she stops having menstrual cycles, usually between the ages of 40 to 60. Because of the lack of adequate health screening in Haiti, Rose had no idea she was pregnant until five months in. As her cousin gave instructions over the phone, he heard the sounds of her screaming agony and learned later she had suffered a postpartum hemorrhaging. As we explained in the previous story, postpartum bleeding and hemorrhaging is very, very common and leads to many maternal deaths. In places such as Haiti, deaths like these are also 99% related to lack of prenatal care. In the case of Rosanette, the fact that she was in a third world country also played into her decision to stay at home for the birth. It could be seen in many third world countries that women are increasingly making the same decision. 75 to 80% of women such as Rosanette defer to untrained individuals who have little knowledge of underlining complications that might arise. One final story we wanted to highlight is the case of Marquetta Johnson. We're mentioning this case because it highlights one of the major trends of maternal mortality. Statistics show that maternal mortality is the highest among women with color. In this case, Marquetta was a woman of color and also had some other underlining conditions that made her more susceptible to this type of thing. She already had seven children successfully, but due to her age and fear over time and visiting the doctor due to cost, she developed other issues which led to ectopic pregnancy. Ectopic pregnancy is when an egg implants in the fallopian tube rather than the uterus. This caused a lot of bleeding and eventually cardiac arrest. This case shows that just like in Haiti, other people are sometimes afraid to or unable to seek medical attention. A lot of people are already at a disadvantage due to other factors such as poverty, age, weight, etc. We need to do a better job at helping people in preventing deaths such as Marquetta's. Although some of the elements were due to her own decisions, Places such as the United States need to focus more on prenatal care and postnatal care to lessen the complications. Better screening and better, and better care will lead to less deaths and more healthy mothers and children. 
On March 30th, the World Health Organization launched its first ever global guidelines to support women and newborns in the postnatal period, the first six weeks after birth. The guidelines include recommendations for breastfeeding counseling and to support parents in providing responsive care for their newborns. It also includes high-quality care in health facilities for all women and babies for at least 24 hours after birth. Encouragement of partners' involvement by being part of checkups, for instance, as well as providing support to the women and attending to the newborn, and screenings for postnatal maternal depression and anxiety. Third world countries like Haiti lack maternal and perinatal death surveillance, a key intervention for improving maternal, prenatal, and neonatal survival. Such surveillance provides an understanding of the numbers and causes of death. According to the World Health Organization, systematic analyses of overall maternal trends, as well as events and contributing factors leading to the individual's death, can identify health system barriers and inspire local solutions to, pre to prevent such deaths in the future. The organization Midwives for Haiti worked towards providing care for mothers and infants of Haiti by training skilled birth attendants in hopes of reducing maternal and infant mortalities. Midwives for Haiti offers nurses an opportunity to undergo training to treat mothers and infants and provide stellar prenatal and postpartum care. Graduates of the 12-month program earn a certificate in advanced obstetrics training by the Haitian Ministry of Health and continue to work in hospitals and birthing centers across Haiti. According to the Midwives for Haiti January 2022 newsletter, the organization's help contributed to more than 4,000 successful pregnancies and deliveries in 2021. There is not one single solution for the issue of maternal mortality, but rather every country working separately to address where the issue lies and how best to combat it. In Haiti, they focus on training skilled midwives and ensuring proper education is given to those in the maternal health care field. Since the most common deaths in mothers occur during and after childbirth, this is where our interventions can be most impactful. One of the easiest ways to implement this is ensuring that women have access to hospitals and trained midwives to deal with the three most co common causes of death in mothers. The WHO has found that these three leading causes of death are hemorrhaging, infection, and more than 90% of all births benefit from the presence of a trained midwife, doctor, or nurse. However, fewer than half of all births in several low-income and lower-middle-income countries are assisted by such skilled health personnel. Providing tr training to healthcare professionals and educating the community on the necessity of medical assistance in birth in Haiti and other less developed countries is a highly effective solution to reducing maternal mortality. The United States is also working to expand access to quality, comprehensive, and culturally appropriate health care. Systemic racial barriers are one of the biggest barriers to receiving the life-saving health care that mothers desperately need. According to the CDC's article entitled Working Together to Reduce Black Maternal Mortality, 
Black women are three times more likely to die from a pregnancy-related cause than a white woman. By advocating for legislative change and educating communities of racial minorities on the best ways to receive care, we can begin to reduce maternal deaths in our own neighborhoods. Overall, the Every Mother Counts organization says it best. By advancing proven models of health, facilitating access to resources, and strengthening healthcare workforces, a change in the maternal healthcare field can be seen for the better. As we've addressed, maternal mortality is a pressing issue. From first world countries like the United States to some of the poorest countries such as Haiti, maternal mortality seems to remain concerningly high. The United States and Haiti are both currently working to reduce the rates of preventable maternal deaths by implementing new programs, developing more policies, and increasing education and awareness of the issue. As the government and medical professionals of these countries work to create a safer and healthier environment for mothers, it is equally important that others do their part. While not everyone has the power to implement policies or can hands-on create a safer medical environment, everyone can educate themselves. By educating yourselves, educating others, and sticking together to advocate for change, the rates of maternal mortality can soon be brought down, creating a safer place for mothers and infants to heal, grow, and prosper.